0: everybody, this is Danielle.
1: And I can't come up with anything better than I'm Daniel.
2: Me either. You're Daniel too? I'm Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hoosier Homicide. A
0: true crime podcast by Hoosiers, for Hoosiers or for anyone that doesn't know what a Hoosier
2: is. We back. Hello. 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 <laughs> Today is, today's episode is Arts and Crafts Day. Arts and Crafts. <laughs> I don't remember we why, but. We have a, a
1: special Mother's Day edition (laughs) of the Hoosier Homicide podcast going on here.
2: It is. Explain what I'm doing because I actually don't really know. Carla,
1: here at the beginning of the episode, is going to be painting a portrait of her butthole for our very first Patreon, Monica.
0: Mm. Yes. All right. Like we said we would. And then we're going to mail it to her. You guys
2: go ahead with commentary as I begin.
0: She is now getting out the brown paint. (laughs) She's got quite an array of brushes to express herself artistically.
1: Yeah, use one as your your
0: palette. She also has some pink paint. I do.
2: Should I mix them together?
0: Uh, I cannot tell you how to do your art. I have not seen your butthole. I don't know how it's supposed to look.
1: (laughs) I have. I have a camera installed in the toilet in there. Oh, you
2: would. (laughs) (laughs) I use that toilet a lot. Okay, so we shall
1: <laughs> go. That's genius, genius.
0: It's
2: not as good as I thought it was.
0: Gonna no, be. but it's, you could try again. She's not making a stamp with like her closing her hand as a fist and like <laughs> and stamping wow. it into the paint.
1: Okay, okay,
0: I'm impressed, Carla.
1: Guys, she I has decided to knowledge. interpret. at No, actually, that is kind of starting to look a little bit like a rectum. A little bit. Rectum. Damn near killed him. Okay, so while <laughs> Carla, while <laughs> Carla does that, went to the uh, Indy car race yesterday. Yes. The Grand Prix. Okay. Uh,
2: did you also see a rectum?
1: Uh, yeah. There was one. There was one wreck on the very first lap.
2: A rectum, not a wreck.
1: Oh, did I see a rectum? <laughs> oh, uh, no. Did not see a rectum. Um, every men's restroom you go to, if you go into the stall there, somebody has wrote their buddy's name with Mm -hmm. phone number and it says, he likes dick or something to that effect. (laughs) Call for a good time. Call for a a good time. time. (laughs) Yes. Every bathroom stall.
0: I did not know that.
1: And then there's, uh, among other things that people (laughs) (laughs) write, people just write, they have all the urinal troughs. So, (laughs) um. But my brother wants to take a Sharpie to the race this year and leave his mark. What's he going to do? I can't say.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Just in case, I can't I can't say.
0: Okay, don't say.
1: It's. It's not, Well, he's basically going to be writing, fuck so-and-so on the wall. Someone, Who's
0: so-and-so? I can't what does so-and-so, so-and-so so overdo to anyone? I
1: can't <laughs> tell you who so-and-so is. There's two people who listen to this who'll know who it is. But...
0: We only have five people that listen total.
1: I know. (laughs) So two of them are going to know. So I like that. Yeah. What that looks more, what it's turning out more like is your underwear.
0: (laughs) After eating, (laughs) what did you just eat? Chipotle. Chipotle. Yes.
2: I just had Chipotle. And you
1: trusted a fart. In fact, that's the title of this. It is entitled Carla Trusted a Fart.
2: I did.
1: Or we could call it Eileen in Orlando.
0: My <laughs> <laughs> poor mother. I wasn't going to mention that on Mother's Day to her.
2: She's fine. She's fine. I haven't even seen no, I, th- I think
1: you should leave the pink out. Leave the pink out? I think okay. you should leave the pink out and run with the... the... That's what she said? Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is what she says. Leave it out.
0: We need leave two out. because we have a new Patreon donor named Eric.
1: Are we doing this every time someone donates on Patreon? Well,
0: we've got the paint out. I mean.
2: <laughs> we only have two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we had 500, we'd have other life problems. So far, that's not one of them. That
2: would not be a problem. No.
0: This more is, money, more problems. This
2: is very abstract.
0: I am really enjoying it.
2: This is like, I'm.
0: Yes, but Eric, we've sent him a couple of stickers before, but now he is a donor on our Patreon. So we wanted to thank him. And we'll send him a picture of Carla's artwork that
2: A hand's dirty.
0: <laughs> she can that he can do whatever he wants with. <laughs> He's
2: gonna take one look at it and throw it away.
1: I'm hoping this makes it to someone's refrigerator.
2: Yeah.
0: Well like, that's what all good people do with children's artwork.
2: I am an adult. Wow.
1: So anyways, I ended up sitting with my uh my two uncles yesterday. Yes. <laughs> and uh, my uncles were talking about starting a team, the Indy Lights race, so the 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 league underneath Indy Car. They only have like seven cars running, so they said that they would always finish in the top ten. Yes, they would. Yeah. And then my uncle said, "I'm going to drive it. I'm going to go smoke a doobie and get my race car."
0: <laughs> safe. Uh-huh. Carly, you're good at this. <laughs> We need to go back to face painting. Should I children. add this?
2: Should I add this on my LinkedIn? Yes. I think I should. Wow, I think it might be good.
0: Now, do you sign it though, too? Like, yes. Okay. So, anyways, what they're gonna have an indie lights team.
1: Well, this episode's going really well. <laughs> I would just like to take a moment to remind you all to spay and neuter your pets.
2: Yes. Wait, why?
3: Um,
2: <laughs> Danielle's trying to corral the dog right now to go outside. She she was successful! Yay!
1: Carla and I can hold down the fort.
2: I don't trust either one of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty good.
1: Really? Yeah. It looks it looks like we set a piece of white paper down. You squatted over top of it. And it
2: really does. Like it looks like a shark. It does look like a shark. Sitting down, shark. Yeah, that's pretty good, yo.
0: I'm impressed, really.
1: You should come back to the microphone now.
2: Okay, I'm back at the microphone. I am gonna wash my hand really quick, though. My hand, butthole.
1: You gave someone a rusty trombone, except you stuck half your fist in.
2: All right, so my masterpiece is complete cannot be duplicated because it's a work of art. It's copyrighted. It's copyrighted. And uh, I just want you to know, also, the technique is uh, currently patent pending. I am coming for you, Ricky (laughs) Bobby. Say I love crepes. (laughs) That's a fantastic movie. Yes. I just watched it the other day. It's Talladega Nights, Ballad of Ricky Bobby. So everyone knows to go watch it. Go watch it, because it's funny as hell. Carla's
1: a hillbilly every now and again.
2: I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew, Chip. (laughs) Dear six pound, eight ounce. Newborn infant Jesus. Barely even knows a word. Still omnipotent. (laughs) Those are like the exact words. (laughs) I I like to picture Jesus as like, like like in a tuxedo cuz it's a <laughs> tuxedo t-shirt cuz it says like I'm classy but I'm here to party.
1: <laughs> no, you screwed it up.
2: I oh, fucked it s- up. You
1: did. You fucked that one up. I tried. Cuz it says we're formal but we're here to party.
2: party. Yeah. There you formal go. but we're here He to was
1: party. talking about well, yeah what he would wear.
2: <laughs> I like to picture myself front row at leonard skinner and i'm hammer drunk
1: <laughs> that's what he's talking about he'd like i'd like to imagine jesus and he's like the lead singer of skinner's says something like that and, goes, and i'm in the front row and i'm hammered
2: and <laughs> so bad it's good it's one of those well yeah
1: there is an indy car driver who looks like sasha Barra cohen
2: yes. yes oh yeah simon, simon pagino yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i even
1: have a simon pagino shirt that has his face on it and it says i love crepes."
2: Mm-hmm. yes i fucking love that shirt I also. Do you have a shirt with his dog on it? He like is weirdly obsessed with his dog. Norman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he knows the name Norm, of the dog. Norman, Norman Pagano. He norms. He knows the full name of the dog. Never mind. <laughs> so who? But, uh, Rob,
1: Robert Wickens and James Hinchcliffe are friends. They're two IndyCar drivers, and Robert <laughs> has a little dog named James.
2: It's <laughs> my little dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so who won what race yeah. was yesterday and uh won? the indy
1: car grand prix and who won willpower okay oh man willpower i don't know
0: what happened man. i don't
1: know what happened <laughs> i'm
0: just going one way and he, he, he says that going a lot another way and then i don't know i mean there's times
1: like <laughs> he looks at a replay and he's like oh fuck oh, oh yeah that's yeah. right like he'll run into somebody oh, and be interviewed yeah. <laughs> well what happened out there i oh, don't know and then they show him the replays like oh fuck yeah right there i mean he's never said <laughs> no. that but that's like the expression on his face he did one year it was raining on an oval and they restarted the race which they shouldn't have and he spun out and got he crashed and finished almost last well then they threw the red flag and he got out of his car because you know if they had done that two seconds earlier he would have still been in the race and finished like third well, while he's walking by the tower where race control's at, he gave him the double bird. Yeah, and they caught it. Yeah, if you tip, if you Google image, willpower, middle finger, whatever, it pops up. It was a beautiful moment.
2: That is good. <laughs> so who who crashed yesterday?
1: Uh, no one really.
2: Some people spun out.
1: Uh, Jordan P- Pagano, oddly enough, mm-hmm. got hit from behind, which wasn't really the other guy's fault. <laughs> But they I'm got not, loose not in the gonna, kitty litter. I'm not going to go into a five minute explanation as to why, but uh, that was it. That was it. One car hit the curbing, is called a gator. One car hit that and went airborne and hit another car, mm-hmm. but they both continued on. So
2: I think that's what. Yeah, I saw like replays. That was, I was it. like Joseph yeah, Newgard spun. Like, they just like turned around and went.
0: Yeah, driving. they pulled out. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, okay. Like, I'll just turn so, this right
2: around. Yeah, I'm that just was it. Turn so, this ship around, keep going. Watch
1: the race with my uncles. That was very entertaining. I'm sure mm-hmm. it was. My uncle likes to uh auction off like, oh man, you want a beer? Oh sure. That'll be uh eight fifty. And I'm like, I can buy one downstairs for six bucks. He's like, Oh shit. <laughs> so Hey,
2: you know, it's he was charging for convenience. Yeah. So <clears> you don't have to walk all the way downstairs.
1: And then it was. There was question whether or not it was going to rain. He's like, "Well, I brought an extra poncho," or no, it was he had a, a, a extra large poncho. He's like, "I'll let you sit under it with me," uh, but I want ten bucks.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> for ten
1: dollars. <laughs> and then when it didn't look like it, it it rained, I could buy it in advance for five bucks. it. And then when it started, sp- like it was spitting rain at the end of the race, but it never ended up fully raining. He's like. Price has gone up to fifteen dollars. It's like,
0: <laughs> hey. wow! Your uncle's always talking. He's an it's entrepreneur. Great.
1: Oh yeah, and you get him. You get them both together. He's as they're as bad as. I mean, I, I'm sure that's Tyler and I get our bickering probably from watching John and Jeff.
2: Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Yep. Yeah. Where do you two get it from? The internet. The internet. <laughs> the internet. <laughs>
1: Life experiences. That's where we get it yeah, from, okay. Carla. Yeah. Oh.
2: I have none of those. No. Nope. She can draw a butthole like a son of a bitch. Like a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, that means we can use this. We can do it. We can talk about the thing we came to here to talk about. Tell us what it is, madam. Just so you guys don't know, we st- I still don't know. I don't think Daniel knows what the, t- the case is before we get here. Nope.
1: I read somebody's name earlier, and <clears throat> I can't remember what it was. So, so. it
2: was... N- Irrelevant, anyway.
0: And we should clarify how we know each other, in case people don't know.
2: Well, I'm an orphan, <laughs> and <laughs> I that's was taken. Not- I was taken in as an adult, and I now am their live-in maid. That <laughs> yeah, is very I wish. bad at cleaning. <laughs> <I wish. laughs>
1: if that's the case, you're fucking fired.
2: Yeah, you're not paying me. <laughs> room. You've been board. eating
1: my. You come over all the time and eat my food and shit in my toilet.
2: <laughs> she really shits in the toilet. So, I do. You know. Just kidding. Danielle and I are sisters. We're six years apart, and Danielle and I are married.
0: We are. One
2: year apart. It's important to know. <laughs> so yeah, I'm the younger of, us two. Though she's and old you just moved fuck. out of home. Ooh. She's old as fuck. I, at least I didn't just move out of my parents' house. You were the same age. We are? No. When we moved out?
1: No. She was 23.
2: Okay, well, I technically went to college. Wait.
1: And college lived too. at college.
2: I lived at college. Okay, you didn't live at college. Well, you did one time. <laughs> then I moved to Florida. So I technically moved out also. Okay. I'd
0: buy that. Anyways, that's how we know each other. And
2: it's been such a blessing.
0: Our disclaimer is that we're it's all graphic. It's horrible.
2: Yeah, we here to fuck shit up. We're here to party. <laughs> We're here to party.
0: Just before Christmas 1994, a group of executives for a financial consulting company gathered at the Anthenium Hotel in Detroit for a company party. Among the guests is Lowell Ed Amos, a 52-year-old former General Motors plant manager from Anderson, Indiana.
2: Wait, Lowell? Lowell
0: is his first name. It's confusing. Three names. I'm telling you, it's not good.
2: You never go by three names. Ed Amos.
0: Yeah, so, I'm going to call him Amos throughout this. Or What's Ed. his name? Lol Low-
2: Ed Amos.
0: It should be this. Is, the name is shuffled up. His wife, 37 year old Roberta, but she went by Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, she just did.
1: That's not funny. It's just the way you said it.
0: Amos, whom he had met at GM. Both were dis- divorced, single parents. And they started dating and got married in 1993. So they hadn't been together all that long. However, the long distance relationship between their home and Anderson and Amos needing to travel back and forth to Michigan for his job, 250 miles, created a lot of time apart. After socializing at the party, the couple retired for the evening at around 4.30 a.m. Damn. I know, I was like, I would have been done long
2: before that. My company party was at home at midnight. (laughs)
3: Bobby is feeling both naughty and nice.
2: Why
4: don't we take this party back to our room?
3: And the cheerful couple leaves the festivities for a more intimate celebration. And in the wee hours of the night, things really heat up for the lovers
1: they were fooling around and apparently they had a bag of tricks everything you can think of was, was in that bag Go
2: and get your favorite toy hmm. let's play
0: the next morning amos wakes up in their hotel room to discover his wife lying next to him
2: dead dead ooh ooh you sure he wasn't she wasn't just hungover
0: i think dead dead
2: that was me today. You would have thought I was dead today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you said you took two naps. Yeah. At two naps? Mm-hmm. Man. 30. It must
1: be nice to live the Bohemian lifestyle. It
0: was
2: nice.
1: Tell us what happened at
0: eight AM?
2: Eight
1: thirty AM. Oh. I had to receive
2: the me. air conditioner guy to come look at my air conditioner unit.
1: Do you have air conditioning now?
2: No. How much <laughs> is
1: it gonna cost to get it back on? Um,
2: I don't need three thousand
1: dollars. Three grand? Oh, you're just going to be hot this summer.
2: (laughs) Go on. So,
1: (laughs) let me take you... Let me set up the scene here. It's 8.30 in the morning. Mr. Amos just turned over and noticed that Mrs. Amos has expired.
0: So, Amos calls another fellow executive, Norbert Crabtree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a first...
2: We're never going to get through this.
1: That's the first person that... That's suspicious.
0: Yeah. So well, if you're in a panic and you're you're hungover probably, and you know your closest friends are probably what, a floor away, maybe, and you're like, I need help now. so maybe even to confirm that you're seeing what you're seeing.
4: The first couple of calls, Bert kind of blew him off. But finally Ed woke Burt Crabtree up on the third call. Hello?
3: <laughs> Ed Amos is on the other end, and he's panicked. Okay, calm down, I'm coming, okay? coming Ed Ed What the hell's going on man? Come here What's
4: going on? What's up?
3: Bobby Bobby's dead What are you talking about Bobby's dead? She's dead I touched her, and she's cold, man. Did you call an ambulance? Did you call 911? No. No. As reality sets in, the disturbed husband realizes he never made the most important call of all. Yes. I need an ambulance in my room. Right away. By the time Ed called for
1: medical assistance, she had already been dead a very long
0: time. Mm -hmm. I wonder how
1: he was sure she was dead.
0: Well, if you're cold to the touch. No pulse. Blue. waxy. Pee 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 come out. Yep, that does happen. Norbert, they referred to as Bert.
1: You should probably cut this part out, but I just want to make the comment that we've heard in court cases before where they go, why didn't you try to perform CPR? Yep. Why didn't you call for help right away?
2: Yep. That is true.
0: It is true. But he, I mean, he's calling his friend right now and saying. Anyways, but. Norbert noted, I should probably call him Bert. Bert noted that he sounded agitated and pleaded for help. So Bert went to the couple's room where Amos announced to him that his wife, Bobby, was dead. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. See, even he asked, are you sure? He told him it had to be a tragic accident and that he needed time to clean up before he called the authorities. Oh, yeah, I'm not Mm, liking this. He requested that his friend hold onto a leather bag for him, which Bert agreed to do.
1: Never do that. No. If you walk in on a dead body and your friend goes, oh, take this bag out of the room and give me a few minutes and then I'm going to call, up, clean up and call the police. If you do not call the police immediately, you're now an accessory to murder.
2: Yes. Yeah. You Always um, call the police.
1: In most states, if not all.
0: Amos eventually called the police a few hours later.
2: few hours? Yep. Fuck, what was he doing? He had to clean
0: up. What did he have to clean up? he told them that he and Bobby had engaged in a cocaine-fueled sex game that lasted for hours.
2: That'll do it. Four hours. Basically. Four hours.
0: <laughs> yeah. Four hours. And that his wife was still taking coke when he fell asleep.
1: That's what almost took out Lamar Odom.
2: Yep.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Cocaine and Chinese sex drugs. It's the white powder. <laughs>
0: Remember on the show, uh, 90 Day oh. Fiance, he brings over some Colombian girl and then... His mom, his mom was like, the, grandmother's the Colombians, all they have to do with is the white powder. <laughs> and you're just like, what? what? <laughs> in a panic, he flushed the Coke down the toilet and tried to clean up the room. Investigators noticed that the bed sheets were dirty, but Bobby's body looked very clean without any makeup at all. Carla, I ask you, if you get a little too drunk at a party and you're staying in a hotel room, You take your makeup off before you pass the fuck out.
2: Usually never, no. No.
0: You're going to wake up looking (laughs) like... Well, maybe
1: Bobby wanted to take her makeup off before she started her coke and sex rompings for the night.
0: I don't... I'm not buying it. My idea is she's going to have... It is also
2: very possible that the housekeeping did a shit job and didn't change the pillow sheets. I'm sorry. It just happens, people. Just saying it happens. Sheets don't get changed and they just make the bed. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: But there's a body. Zero saying the sheets could have been dirty before from, from when they checked okay, into the Okay, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, but her face was clean, so it's possible though that she went to she at four and
1: although you would at, think she'd have she'd have coke. All. Oh yeah, they
0: get yeah, seven would in. Think the, she would. So they come back at four thirty a.m. to the hotel room, start banging it out with coke. But sometime before passing out, she takes all her makeup off, or before they start doing it, she takes all her makeup off. That's Seems That sounds
1: unlikely. like what you would do.
0: No, she's going to wake up the next morning with mascara smeared everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Detectives pressed Amos about the cocaine usage, and he explained that because of her sinus trouble, quote unquote, Bobby didn't snort the drug, but instead found different ways of ingesting it.
3: Ed hesitantly reveals more about their wild night of partying. Alcohol wasn't the only vice he and Bobby enjoyed before her death.
4: You wanna do a lie? He said that um, his wife, Bobby, had brought some cocaine with her.
1: You know I can't do it that way. Hand me the bag.
4: She had a sinus issue that prevented her from using cocaine by snorting it and subsequently she was taking a adult toy and dipping it in the cocaine and then inserting it in herself i don't know
2: a lot about drugs (laughs) no
0: (laughs) no he attested that she would take a sex toy of some sort and like Oh. It would, like, dip Ooh. it into the cocaine and then insert it. But I'm mean, like...
1: Would that work?
0: I think so, because your vaginal glands are a lot like your transmucosal glands, like, in your mouth. They're they're a lot... <laughs> so Why didn't you like, just eat it? That's what I mean. Most people you'll see doing... This
1: conversation <laughs> is... Not going well. Well, you'll see
0: people snort and then they'll like then rub it into their cheeks. Uh, Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, because you can absorb it that way too. Oh,
2: but that's not going to get you the main.
0: Like, I guess not high enough. Like, it would still her body would have to process it differently. Vaginally. Well, I don't know. That sounds like
2: a bad idea. That sounds like I'm not even going to say.
0: So that's what he's saying is she does. Like, that's her way of doing it. I'm not going to judge her for it. That's how she likes to do it. I'd be like, okay, that's how she likes to do it. So,
1: (laughs) And this sounds like the situation that that she'd look at him and go, only God can judge me.
0: Only God can judge me. me. Give me that dildo. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. So... If you get your phone for the informative murder porn, like they're reenacting some of this. Of her no! dipping a glass dildo no! into a glass. Like, a how glass is it going to stick
2: on the glass? It, I don't know.
0: Like, and rolled it into a powdery substance. And then her, like, laying back. In every, uh, every uh, what, scene. I think,
1: I feel like if you did this, you'd have to put a little bit of lime on there. Infra- <laughs> <laughs> and <then> roll- like,
0: <laughs> it's salt? Like, no.
1: Like, how, isn't that how you rim a, Gla- yeah, a like. glass? Yeah.
0: No, I was wa- So it's investigations, just discovery pandora's box married to murder or something uh, so it's all informative murder sexy every scene has half empty glass of wine in it and everyone is in their mid to early 30s and in really good shape and all their hair and makeup is always done and it's always real flirty and sexy so the whole thing is it's a little hard I to just watch. Would- yeah, so they're they're making it seem like it's all sexy, something, something, but it, there's just no way that, that any of this is going on. It's all bullshit. It's got to be, because who does that?
2: Well, I'll have to ask around. I have no... I Maybe it's a thing.
1: <laughs> I'll ask the fellas at work.
0: And maybe that's his spin. Is like, I didn't want to embarrass her by saying that's how she did it, and she... So I'll insert some of the uh, detectives from Detroit that Actually, are if there's one
1: person who would know, it'd be Fisher. Yeah, he would know. <laughs>
0: So I'll insert the detective here talking about as they're going through, like figuring out whether, what they believe is involved.
4: Nothing obvious came out that would indicate uh, the manner of death, whether it was a suicide or a heart attack or a natural or homicide. This could be an accident where a couple of consenting adults were dabbling in the use of drugs and and. She overdosed.
0: At the beginning, you know, it seems like this could really be a consensual act involving coke. Because there's no external signs of a struggle or anything like that. It's just an, in
2: an accident.
1: That doesn't sound like much of an accident.
2: I accidentally fell onto this dildo. Well,
1: that... after it had been rolling around in my coke. Yeah. I put him in the same baggie. I was. was I was mistake. trying to... Think of the environment and not use multiple. Mid nineties. Maybe they
2: did put it in a bag and like shake it up like Pumpy Chow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who got a visual? Raise your hand. I did.
0: I got a visual. I almost bought some today. I picked it up and said, No, you're better than this. And put it back down and then got ice cream.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's right. You did get ice cream. There is only
0: a little bit, man. So they've got to wait for lab results for all the bed sheets and autopsy and stuff like that. Like it doesn't come back right away. So detectives are going to look into Mr. Amos's history. And they found a woman named Mary Zellinger. And this was his mistress whom he originally planned to take to the Christmas party.
2: They always have a mistress.
0: Yep. And once she realized she was the other woman, she was not happy.
2: There was a receipt on the shirts
1: from the dry cleaners. And I don't know why, but I looked at it, and the name was Bobby Amos. And I thought, he's married? He's with this person? I was sick to
3: my stomach.
2: Who the hell is Bobby Amos? I don't know. You're lying. is this?
3: I was going to tell you, okay?
2: Tell me what?
3: I am technically married, but we are getting a divorce. I swear.
4: Ed had told her that he was getting divorced and he didn't want to be with Bobby. You know, I love you. You know, you're the one I want to be with. You're going to pay for this.
3: Get out. Get out.
0: And she contacted Bobby to let her know what had been going on. So, and I think the she's on the episode and she found out like through a laundry tag on a shirt that he brought. So he's got two women in two different places and she's saying our relationship wasn't meant to be a serious. Like I saw him when I saw him, but we still really liked each other and he was always very good to me, but she wasn't about to be the other woman. Then Michigan detectives were contacted by Anderson detectives in Indiana where they informed him that Bobby was not Amos's first wife. In fact, she wasn't even his second wife. Dun dun dun. How oh, many? How no. many? She was his third. Oh. His first wife was thirty-six-year-old Sandra Hurd, an English teacher. They were a well-to-do couple with two kids, and had asp He had aspirations of being mayor in like nineteen seventy-eight, Republican Party. And they, you know, be-
1: I won. I once thought I wanted to be mayor.
0: How drunk were you when you thought that?
1: Hmm. Can't remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think they really said he actually was pretty.
1: I would have made a good mayor.
0: That he actually had a chance of running for. Like, you know, it was a serious idea, not just what Daniel just said.
1: I could run for mayor. Don't mm, put me up to it. I'll do
2: there's it. A, run. There's a town somewhere that has a dog as a mayor. Oh, it's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. And they just mm. keep re electing him.
0: Aww. So. They'd been married for 13 years before he found her dead in the bathroom in January of 1979.
2: I don't like where this is going.
0: Mm. According to Amos, she had mixed a sedative with wine, collapsed, and hit her head on the bathroom counter. Cause of death was ruled indetermined, and he received 350000 insurance payout. Which, you know, actually seems right. Like, if you lose a spouse at a, you know, fairly early age, like, you should get that piece of change to take care of you and your family and I think they were doing well,
1: that's only with what like, if you have bought it
0: yeah he did he bought it he's been paying well, for yeah. it he'd you know and there's
1: in, I mean there's insurance policies that'll cover if even
0: and he was suicide. making good money working but yeah and it wasn't suicide this was accident well I know but that's what I'm saying oh, do we know they did find no I think they don't know for sure because it was indeterminate that happened she died it's not good
2: this is small
1: town Indiana and People trust each other. I mean, these
4: people were
1: well thought of. So it didn't occur to anybody to do anything but say, whoops, just one of those things
0: in life. A year after his wife's death, he proposed to his longtime mistress, Caroline Lawrence, and moved to Middleton, Indiana. Okay, Carla, where's Middleton?
2: It's up your Yeah, we didn't talk about corner. Anderson.
0: We should explain where Anderson is too.
2: Anderson is Next to Muncie. Yeah, it's north of Indianapolis. East, northeast. Northeast, yeah, i go with that. Not much. I mean, they have a college there, right? Mm-hmm. You can play sports there and get your little degree. Is it Middleton or Middletown? Middletown. Middletown? Middletown? Is it
0: Middletown, Middletown or Middleton?
2: Middletown? Middletown? That's what I'm asking. People. I don't know.
0: Go to Anderson. Tell me how far. It's in. Middletown. Okay, Middletown.
2: Middletown is also up in that Muncie area. Yeah, I figured they're close. We've time.
0: had a case there before. Yeah. Um, so and how far how many hours from here?
2: Hours? I mean it's maybe not very like far. An hour.
0: Hour from Indianapolis. Uh yeah.
2: yeah. Maybe, I think it's probably like closer to an hour minutes. and a half. On. From depends on how fast you drive, am I right? It says an hour and three minutes.
0: Okay. Hour and three minutes in that area.
2: It's on your way to good old Muncie. You've been blessed if you've gotten to go there before. They There's, have a thing called Muncie Graw, and they always have midget wrestling.
0: That's horrible.
1: That is awesome.
2: <laughs> really? I know. This guy we're was getting used to go every time. I had no interest because I was like, this no, is not
0: No, not about that.
1: You, this thing, I, was I around when you this were, was going you on? You were around, yeah.
0: I,
2: I wasn't
1: invited. I didn't know. I am going to message him on Instagram.
2: I don't think so. And say,
1: <laughs> you know, Carla just filled me in. That, you need
0: to come on our show.
1: That uh, you went. You went to Midget Wrestling, <laughs> and I wasn't invited. We've been. Which we've one been, is
2: this?
1: We've been talking about at the store for years. Going to Midget Wrestling.
2: Okay, You went to Ball State. I didn't know. But two.
0: No, I don't connect things well.
1: I was thinking it was between one of four guys.
0: One of four. One of ten.
1: Carla, let's let's take a moment here to talk about <laughs> to
0: your take personal a moment to mourn your, your love. Your, life. your personal <laughs> life here. <laughs> no, we're mourning a different person's love life.
1: Now maybe oh. we should maybe we should maybe we should offer a dowry over the air. If you marry Carla, we'll get you three cows.
0: That's a lot of cows. No, no, no one cow. Cows are expensive. Okay.
1: Three Goes. three hamburgers
2: <laughs> before or after the cow?
1: After. Okay. Of your choice.
2: Like, are we going to make our hamburgers out of the And cow? a
1: goat.
0: Goats eat grass.
1: Three hamburgers think, and a goat. Goats
2: eat grass. <laughs>
0: goats eat grass. <laughs> we have grass here that needs eating. I'm thinking about renting goats. You can, like, through Amazon, you can rent goats.
2: Why Why are you going to do it? With... Oh. You can, they bring just them. buy goats.
0: Goats are cute. I think they're really eh. destructive. Eh. And, and they poop a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I had a uh, a buddy growing up that when someone would call, or if you'd answer your phone, he'd walk up and go, "Come back to bed." <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: fucked up. <laughs> Come so back now to I'll do that
1: when certain people. If someone's on the phone and I know they're not talking to a customer, I'll start going.
2: Wow, learned so much today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. Goats have nothing to do with this. eat <laughs> <Goaty> grass. Congratulations, <laughs> Danielle. Fuck.
0: All right. So he they moved to Middletown, Indiana, where he became a stepfather to Caroline's son. And they described he described him as being a very warm and loving guy. This became his dad. And eight years later, they continued to live a high income lifestyle, even when income began to dwindle. Which caused the couple to argue.
1: Did they have goats?
0: (laughs) They might have. I mean, it's Indiana. There's enough space. Zoning. You
1: know, goats will eat just about anything. I think they'll eat trash and cans.
2: That's pigs. And what do pigs eat?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, my dad always says, if you're ever going to murder anybody, you need to feed them to the hogs. They'll eat everything except the teeth Teeth and the bell (laughs) buckle. That's disgusting.
0: (laughs) Inaccurate. Okay, so they're fighting over money, and he likes his flashy lifestyle of expensive watches, what Rolexes? That's what the fancy people wear, right? I don't know what was um, the what was the fist
1: that's my <laughs> wrist <laughs>
0: movement for what uh, a okay. watch would look like if I wore one. He would not tone down his spending, even though they didn't have it to spend it, which causes arguing. And she decided to throw him out in July of 1988 after he failed to cancel the large insurance policies he kept buying on her life. Do I have insurance policies on my life?
1: Um, Yes. How but, much? How oh, much? Only only enough to pay for the funeral. Oh, God. It's and disappointing. Mi- I might have a little left over to take a, a couple weeks off work. <laughs> but that that's genuine. That's about it. That was
0: boring. That was boring. That's, boring. <laughs>
1: that's Yeah. <laughs>
0: Amos then went to live with his 72-year-old mother, Mary Tolles, and a couple of weeks later, she was rushed to the hospital in some type of dazed, confused state. Doctors were unable to reach a diagnosis. She soon recovered and was sent home. You know, old people get sick. That's the type of thing.
1: They should have got her a goat (laughs) to help (laughs) cut the grass.
0: We have a grass problem right now.
2: Maybe we should
0: get a goat. That's what I was talking about, renting them. So each day, Caroline calls to check in on her mother-in-law until one day Amos answered the phone and told her that he had found his mother dead and that she'd been dead for several hours.
2: Did he call anybody?
0: Well, I I probably. So Caroline comes rushing over and when she arrives to her mother-in-law's house, she discovers that Amos is throwing all of his belongings into his car and he said he didn't want anyone to know he had been living with his mother.
1: The doctors called it a stroke but I know a brain fart when I see it. (laughs) (laughs) Basket. Yes.
0: Uh, Because of her age, the death wasn't considered suspicious and there was no autopsy performed. He inherited more than a million dollars. those laws
1: have now changed.
0: Yeah, I've thought about that too. I was like, well, if if they're old. Yeah,
1: if you do not die at the hospital. Now, I think there's there's some (sighs) things, there's some circumstances that you can forego the...
0: Yeah, because sometimes if you don't, like if you died in a nursing home, well, Grandpa Brownie didn't, like, he died at home. Well, yeah, if you died. That was a while ago. Yeah,
1: but if you're on hospice or something like that, they're not going to do one. But if you die at home and it's like, we think it's natural causes, doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, if it's like unexpected or something, it makes sense.
0: But I guess they just said, "Eh, she was old enough and she went to the hospital. How old was she? I mean, it might, uh, there's something I might have read 76, but that's not. That's not. Old well, enough. you need to check your damn sources. Hey, I only do as much as I can do.
1: She could have been anywhere between 72 and 76.
0: Mhm. So, Caroline allowed her grieving husband to move back home. I mean, where is he going to go? His mom just died and he doesn't want to stay in the house that his mom that he found his dead mother in. So, she let him come back home.
1: Man, and it's Mother's Day, too.
0: That's why. Wow. Yeah. Man. Oh, man. I don't think he killed her on Mother's Day. He probably
2: thought about it. I
1: know, but nonetheless, oh, so we're Mother's saying Day, think and we're talking he someone her. who killed their mother.
0: Was the evidence stacking up here? I don't know. Well,
1: you made a point to say that they didn't do an autopsy, so I thought that you added that just to make it sound suspicious. Here,
0: well, it does well, kind of sound suspicious. Let's add to this. Died. Yeah, yeah, it's getting more <clears throat> and more suspicious. So he's been home for eight months, and during that eight-month period, he has spent all that money. One million dollars is gone.
2: How the fuck would you even start to do that? He likes to live high on the hog. I think this guy... (laughs) What would you even spend... This
1: guy could have mentored Mark Leonard.
2: Mm -hmm. He could have.
0: It sounds similar, yeah. So within one month later, Caroline would be dead. So it's real convenient. You run out of money, and then someone else that you have insurance... Sounds like this gentleman has a problem. ...taken out, and then that person's dead.
3: When Ed goes to find her, he discovers the unimaginable. Carolyn is dead. He said, you know, he had found her and he thought she'd been electrocuted. Paramedics can't do anything to save the 46 year old woman who was found with a wet washcloth and a hair dryer.
2: Any idea what happened?
4: It must have been the hair dryer. Ed had claimed that a cord would always get. Slammed in the drawer, it hung such a way from the plug down, and it got frayed, and probably electrocuted her. My mom's death was just real surreal. You know, it was almost like an out-of-body experience because you're just trying to kind of process it all. It destroyed my grandfather and my my grandmother. It was devastating.
0: According to Amos, he had taken her a glass of wine to the bathroom where she was blow-drying her hair. Later, he found her dead and thought she had been electrocuted, but no cause of death was ever determined. They did find Valium and alcohol in her system. Oddly, the wine glass was missing from the bathroom and later found rinsed out in the dishwasher. Still, Caroline's death netted Amos $800,000.
2: What the fuck?
0: Apparently not. We no one... know
2: that he could spend it in eight months. Yeah.
0: So people are just handing him cash when people are dying all around him. Like, here, well, it looks shady. How do you like not know if someone was electrocuted or not? I think it smells like burnt to a crisp type smell. All right, the autopsy results are in. At the autopsy, <laughs> That
1: was quick.
0: That was fast. They were investigating for a month. Which one? Well, I know. Oh, but well, they she, were researching.
1: She just died, and now we're, we're getting the, the autopsy back. <laughs> she
2: just died. Okay, which one? The third wife or? Yeah, the third wife.
0: Because the other ones are all, it's gone, you know. They said, oh, well, it looks suspicious, but I guess you seem like a nice guy, so we're going to give you your insurance money anyways or your inheritance anyways. At the autopsy, vaginal swab showed traces of cocaine, but no external signs of the drug were found or on any of the sex toys. So this story of like, she was dipping the dildos in the coke and shoving him up in her is bullshit.
2: But they found coke. Yeah. Vahinly. Yeah, vahina lily.
0: Yeah, but not on any sex toys.
2: Interesting. Okay, but we're saying he cleaned up afterwards. Mm-hmm. So could he not have cleaned well, said dildo?
0: It's possible. But her body contained more than 15 times the lethal dose. A fatal amount is 0.25 blood cocaine level. And her body had 3.7 blood cocaine. God,
1: I would think that'd be an awful way to die.
0: It was so much more that she died before even half the drug had been broken down or that she died before she would have died before she could have even have given herself all of that amount. So acute cocaine poisoning causes violent fits before death, which means that Amos would have had to have slept through that. Even on top of the fact that he was doing coke too, which is a stimulant. So it means I I done did a bunch of coke. But went right to sleep while my wife did a bunch of coke and was having seizure type fits. And that didn't wake me up. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense. No. Um, so forensic scientist Dr. Phyllis Good. Phyllis?
1: Why is that funny,
0: Danielle? Phyllis Good. Phyllis Good was given the bed sheets for analysis. Test samples from the pillowcase showed traces of cosmetics, even though Bobby's body had been wearing none. So-
1: she took her makeup off.
2: He's a drag queen.
0: In fact, teeth marks and lipstick smears were found on the pillowcases, suggesting that the pillow had been pressed over her face. Investigators went back to his colleagues, Norbert, Norbert, to ask if Amos had said or done anything else that they needed to know about. And Norbert admitted to being handed a leather bag containing a foul-smelling washcloth, a sports coat, and a syringe without a needle. He kept these items for Amos until he came to pick them up. And those items were never recovered. Don't hide evidence for your friends.
2: No, don't do it.
0: So during this grieving period, Amos found distraction in expensive dinners and meeting up with several women for sexual encounters. These women began to come forward with statements describing their evening shared with Amos, including being drugged without their knowledge before sex.
1: Oh, so he was a- another Bill Cosby.
2: Yes. Okay, okay. hmm
1: Well, as we know... For uh, drugging and raping women, you only get, uh, like, five years house arrest or something. Yeah, lovely. So, you know.
4: He thinks he's smarter than we are. It's diabolical.
3: And the motive behind this devil's deadly actions is clear. The only thing Ed truly loves, money.
4: If he was in financial straits or in emotional straits... Things happened to people that were around him.
0: November 8th, 1994, Amos was arrested for the murder of his third wife. But a law had changed in Michigan that year that allowed them to bring in details of previous incidences to be introduced into trial. Because we always talk about how the jury isn't allowed to know things, even that you've already been convicted of or whatnot, or what you've been like, the jury isn't allowed to know. They get it, it, everything's excluded from everything. And then the jury turns out and it's like, Oh, well if I had known that, I probably would have convicted him. And it's like but the defense attorneys will fight to keep yeah. information out. Mm-hmm. Well, this law had changed, letting them introduce these incidences that involved all the women around him just dying. So Amos did not have any direct financial motive for killing uh, Bobby, his third wife. But their marriage was on the outs because she just found out about his affair. She was filing for divorce and she had bought her own house.
1: Nag, (laughs) nag, (laughs) nag.
0: It was believed he killed her because he could not stand the rejection.
1: Just takes your breath away, doesn't it? This was someone who just said, I can do what I want when I need to because I'm the only important
4: one. This guy was real evil. He was pure, unadulterated evil. When the verdict came in, we were ecstatic about it. This was a very important case.
3: It was a difficult case. What looked like a tragic but straightforward accidental overdose, instead exposed a remorseless serial killer, leaving the living victims of Amos's reign of terror to pick up the pieces. My mom taught me The meaning of unconditional love. And uh, it's something you either have or you don't.
4: I don't know if anybody ever sees the true, Ed. It's hard to understand that someone's capable of that, let alone someone that you love. And that's what hurts.
0: The prosecution was able to prove their case and he was sentenced to life in prison and is at the Lakeland Correctional Facility in Coldwater, Michigan, in 1996. So he is still there for life.
2: That's a weird fucking story. Mm-hmm. How did he even come up with? I'll just like shoot her up with some cocaine. It's actually kind of smart. Like if he hadn't had it, all the what? Don't if... worry, you don't have a vagina. Yeah, no,
0: no.
1: I'm sure though, if she found a syringe though and.
0: Like if he hadn't killed all those other women before,
1: I do have a butthole, Carla.
0: I wonder if any other women have been killed this way because it like there was no external signs of trauma. It was just like oh, there's too much coke in her system.
2: I don't know. I I it makes me wonder if the people around him were like, I don't think these were accidents.
0: And I think yeah, and they couldn't convict him in Anderson. So they're like, well, hope, sure, sure hope that I figured it out up there in Michigan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why is everyone from north of the border? <laughs>
2: of indiana it's like oh yeah but they didn't they figured it out pretty quickly if we ever have to
1: go into witness protection i'm gonna ask for minnesota yeah
2: yeah
1: danielle can 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 you uh
2: can you take us up to duluth please duluth uh. yeah yeah so i just can't help but think like right after our house exploded everyone was like this is not a this, this is not an, an accident. accident, but it makes me think like the people that was close to him, like his friends and shit, were mm-hmm. they like, eh. I think in the These first one, sound like accidents.
0: the first one they were like, oh, this is a tragic accident. And then the mom, it was like, oh, well, she's old and it's not really life insurance, it's inheritance. And so that's kind of different. But then the second wife, it's like, this looks like some shady shit here. But, but like, well, they well, the still police did
2: their job. Yeah,
0: but they still gave like, and it was the idea, I think they went out that night and they come home and she's going to go upstairs and wash her hair and use the blow dryer. Because that was the thing. It's so, like, I think she electrocuted herself. Or How? They never said that. It was just, I think. People
2: blow dry wet hair. That's a thing.
0: Yeah. but And they
2: don't die.
0: They never said she was electrocuted. It was just like a potential electrocution. But she still had alcohol and Valium in her system. And it's like, did she give that to herself? Like, was she taking those two drugs or did someone spike her drink? Weird. I don't. This. I. I don't like this. Look up the phrase blue beard. Yeah, like this is what they call it. A guy like instead of a black widow, it's like a blue beard. A modern day
2: blue beard. blue b a l l. Oh, beard.
1: Type in blue waffle. No blue waffle.
2: Okay. Blue cheese. Blue blue bread. Blue. I typed it blue bread. Uh huh. And who yeah. went
1: who went who finished college in this room <laughs> raise your hand.
2: Okay. Oh, oh, it's one word. It's one word. I'm having trouble, folks. Bluebeard. It's um a restaurant off of uh, Virginia Avenue.
0: A modern day Bluebeard. <laughs> They're open <beard>. till
2: 10. <laughs> I'm going to have to do this myself. Okay, Wikipedia. It's a French folktale. The most famous surviving version of which was written by Charles Perrault. Oh. I don't know, Danielle. I'm not Mm.
1: Go to Urban Dictionary yeah, that's and probably. type in Waffle Stomp.
2: No. No. Okay. Bluebeard Urban Dictionary. Similar to a Dirty Sanchez, <laughs> except <No. laughs> the entire jaw, chin, and upper neck area is covered with fecal matter as well as the standard upper lip. What? After giving her the Julie dog, I smeared her with a blue beard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why would it be called a blue beard?
2: I don't know. No. A rambunctious, bearded, masculine-acting, homosexual male. The blue beard looked quite distinguished in his count attire. A person, usually a male with multiple partners, a player. Would you like to hear the... Point. I'm reading trying... you all the definitions. No, when listen. a girl takes a dump in a freshly cleaned port potty <laughs> blue liquid <gasps> splashes up on her vagina ah! and the guy gets it all over his face after going down on her. Oh, my God. Has that, that actually room?
1: happened before?
2: You'll know a blue beard when you see it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. God.
2: It's <laughs> so after her, she goes in a freshly cleaned porta potty.
1: Oh my God. Well,
0: who wants
2: to use a used porta potty? That's <laughs>
1: happened at like some festival somewhere.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and like some. Actually, that was written in
3: 2000.
1: <laughs> 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 oh my God.
0: Okay. The Bluebeard is the tale tells the story of a wealthy, violent man in the habit of murdering his wives and the attempts of one wife to avoid the fate of her predecessors.
2: I think I was going while saying that. Okay, I like. It. No,
1: you said you said something about someone getting toilet water on their face <laughs> after.
2: Don't ask me. Ask Urban Dictionary. Well, that was enlightening.
0: If you type in Bluebeard though in Google, this guy comes up. Modern day Bluebeard guy. Okay.
2: Well, I just typed in Bluebeard and a restaurant came up. Okay. I've heard it's really good though. Really, you've heard of it? Yeah in Fountain
0: Square.
1: Mm. Sounds disgusting to me.
2: (laughs) Well, now that we know where where they got the name from. I don't think I could go there. Can
1: I bring my goat in with me?
2: (laughs) Probably. Wow. That was a weird story, and I feel weird. It's just
0: really confusing, because they said he was always loving and caring and, you know, regular relationship stuff until... No, I feel bad for the women, because it was just regular husband-wife stuff, and then all of a sudden one day he decided he's out of money. And is like, ah, it's time to cash in. Sorry. (gasps) Like, to live with someone that knows at the end of the road, when I run out of money, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, that's so fucked.
2: Uh, It just makes the person seem like super evil. That's what they, yeah, at the end, they're like, it's just an evil man. Yeah.
0: So I think the mistress that got out felt really lucky that she was like, he didn't decide. She goes, I don't think I was worth, like, they weren't married or anything, or Mm -hmm. he wasn't due to inherit anything from her. But
2: but he could have been planning on marrying her. Her next, yeah. And then taking out
0: insurance policies, mm-hmm. and then
2: upwards of eight hundred thousand dollars.
0: We had from last week where she was trying to get mid nineties too. She was trying to get two hundred and fifty thousand, and that was it. like that's all she was trying to get. And her insurance company was like, "The fuck you are." Yeah. But I guess it was a gunshot wound.
2: Yeah, it's a little <laughs> different. A little, a little different. more obvious. That creeps me out is that she was like stop taking out life insurance policies on me
0: yeah because she yeah she was like don't we don't need that
2: yeah I don't need that what are you trying what are you We're trying to do over there up in
0: my business we got the goat we don't need the insurance
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> we don't you need their insurance because I'm not gonna leave be out the there. goat
1: take the cannoli leave
2: the goat take, take the, the, the cannoli. cannoli all right it's been a pleasure my friends
1: all right stay out of the corn
2: now, oh. yeah. All right, yeah. Box. Oh, wow. Wow.
0: <laughs> um, now we had to plug some, uh, plug a bromo.
2: Plug, plug a bromo. Plug a bromo or two here. After
1: some of the things we've talked about, I don't want to plug anything.
2: Hey, Courtney. Hey, Ashley. Do you love hearing about true crime and history and other fun stuff? Oh, you know I do. Well, good, because that's what we talk about every week on the Cult of Domesticity podcast, so I'm glad that you enjoy it. Oh, I probably should have known that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Tell them more to find us. Well, we're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and other fun places. New episodes come out pretty much every Thursday. So be there or be square.
1: <laughs> and cut us oh,
2: out. Oh, are you going to thank our Patreon? We did at the beginning, but I'm going to thank them again. Okay.
0: Thank you, Monica, and thank you, Eric.
2: You're welcome. you This picture of my butthole.
0: Sorry, and you're welcome.
2: All right, well, I'm kind of sweaty, so let's... uh.
0: You go back to your sweaty house. Yeah. It misses you. Yeah. Yikes.
2: This is just a part of who I am now.
0: Upper lip sweat.
2: I literally have it right now. <laughs> I think it feels good I was at the bar last night. I was like, me, 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 Dab it. You got to dab it so you don't mess up your makeup. See?
0: That's what else we were talking about. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> and for honest to goodness.
2: Stay, stay out, out of the corn. corn! Dildo.